Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. This is episode number three in a mini-series of seven, focusing on how to take over a new team or create a new team pretty quickly, okay? And today's episode is focusing on getting feedback and learning what matters to your new team. If you recall, in the first episode, we focused on introducing yourself and immediately building trust. The second episode, we focused on getting to know your team and, again, further building trust on a personal level. Today's episode is getting additional information from your team so you can better understand what their needs are within the business. Okay, and that's really focusing in on asking for feedback and, again, learning what matters to them. Now, you may be thinking, hold on, Katrina, like, I already have introduced myself. They knew me as a person. They know what I stand for. I've gotten to know them. I know them as a person overarchingly, and I know what to look for relative to what they stand for at work, at least one something that they consider their brand. And so if that's the case, and I've already done that, why am I getting even more information? Well, you've done the hard work. You've gotten the personal information. They've answered those questions for you. Now you're going to ask them for feedback relative to what matters to them at work. Okay? Now you're going to ask for their input relative to what they need from you at work. That's the next phase. That's phase three. So what, what are you going to do here? Let me walk you through it. You're going to ask them these following questions. What needs to change? Now that you're there and you're the new leader, or now that you're creating this team, if you're creating this team, they may not really be able to tell you what needs to change. This may be a question that you need to ask at your quarterly offsite meetings or your annual, let's celebrate how we closed out the year meeting, whatever it is, okay? That question may need to wait if it's a new team. But if it's a current team that you're taking over in any capacity, then you need to ask them the question, what needs to change? Because they all have ideas and they all have things they either hate doing or or think aren't going well or don't understand why they're doing um, or simply need to be improved. So ask them, what needs to change? I also want you to go in and I want you to ask them what they want you to help them with. Okay, what do they need help with? Ask them that right out of the gate. Don't wait for them to come ask you. Ask them. Tell them you need to know. What do they need your help with? And then ask them another question. What doesn't need to change? Okay, because that's a natural fear of a new leader coming in. They're going to come in and change everything. And I love how things are going right now for the most part. So I don't want these things to change. But are they going to tell you that? Probably not. They're not going to come right out and tell you. They're just going to cut their eyes or maybe, you know, huff and blow a little bit under their breath or, you know, talk to each other behind your back when you start to make changes to the things they love. Okay, so don't do that necessarily. Find out what they want to keep. Okay, so you're going to ask them questions. It's all about the business. Minimally, these three questions. What needs to change? What needs to stay the same? What do they need your help with? Okay? And then I would throw another one that's, that's in there that you don't have to ask, but I like to ask, which is, 
what are you most proud of that your team is accomplishing right now? Okay, that's, again, that's something that you can celebrate or have pride around. And, and give them a moment to, to be proud and then have something that you want to go celebrate as you go through the next steps. Okay? Today is just about asking the questions. That's what this piece is about. You're going to put the questions in front of them. You're going to give them time to think through it. The last thing you want is to put the questions in front of them and expect them to immediately turn around with an answer because some people need time to digest and think through and provide you with insightful answers. So time is critical here. I would tell you to put the questions in front of them, give them time to return it back to you. They can do it one-on-one. They don't have to collaborate in a group. Matter of fact, I would probably encourage you to ask them to do it one-on-one because you need them to have individual answers that they send back to you directly. I would have them completed in an email or a document and send back to you for your eyes only. That will cause each one to participate and you need every person to participate in this event in order to be able to do what you're going to focus on as the next phase. And the next phase is what I'm going to cover tomorrow, which is take what you've learned from those answers and you're going to create a plan around those results. Okay, but phase one of this next, of this two-step process is asking these key questions to really learn what matters to them and where they need you to focus in the business now that you've learned something about each other on a personal level. This is a super short episode. I just want you to be thinking about how you would apply this. Would you present it in a meeting or would you send an email out? Would you get them on another you know, quick morning call and say, hey team, today this is what I need you to do and here's where I need you to turn it back in and, and clarify what you need? However you do it, you've got to decide the mode Typically, most people at least introduce the fact that they're going to be sending an email so that people don't misinterpret the email because they're still getting to know you, right? They're still getting to learn your style and how you communicate and, you know, how to interpret your messaging. And so minimally, I would have, I would recommend you introduce the fact that this may be coming by email if that's the path you're going to choose and you verbally introduce it. Maybe even you you record a quick voice note and you send that to them at least so they can hear your voice and understand the intent before they just read it in an email. But once you introduce it in whatever capacity you feel comfortable, let them know what you expect and why it's important to you. Explain the why. Hey, I need this information. It's really going to help me be the leader that you need me to be. Your insight and your input is extremely important to me because I want to be able to lead you in the right way. So take some time to honestly answer these questions. Nothing's out of bounds. Nothing is inappropriate, and so please just look at the business and answer honestly these questions. You give it to them, you wait for it to be turned around, and then tomorrow we're going to go through what you do with that information. So today's all about planning the introduction, crafting your email, crafting how you're going to introduce it to your team, putting the questions together, okay? Remember the questions? What needs to change? What needs to stay the same? What do they want your help with or need your help with? And I'd throw a fourth one in there if I were you. You know, what are they most proud of that the team is accomplishing right now? Have them fill that out, turn it back to you, and tomorrow we'll talk about how to to work through that information and, and come back to your team with it, okay? All right, so think through it. That's your challenge for today. Create your plan. And, of course, as always, go and be legendary.